and welcome to another edition of Digging Deeper with Brian Hale. Brought to you by Hale Multimedia, website and mobile app development for over 25 years. That's HaleMultimedia.com. Now listen in and join me online at DiggingDeeper.us. Good evening. It is week number 70 and welcome to Digging Deeper Live. Hey, honey. Hey there. All right. We are Brian and Andy Hale and it's week 70. This is 70 weeks of Friday Night Lives. We have brought to you on the radio and podcast networks worldwide. Hey, we love our fans and we love talking to you about all the junk that's going on. So let me give you a rundown of what's going to happen tonight. It's a time for choosing, folks. Mm. That may ring a bell. That is a classic speech. We're going to listen to a time for choosing. And our most popular segment in many ways is our vaccine war headlines. This is volume 12. Volume 12. Andrea has done a really good job putting that together. And that is on our blog, our news page, at diggingdeeper.us. Just click on the news tab. Or you can go directly to diggingdeeper.net. Or just go to that crazy search engine world out there and type in Digging Deeper Podcast or Brian Hale or Andy Hale Podcast or whatever you want to do and you'll get to us here. It's Vaccine War Headlines, Volume 12. And, you know, this vaccine stuff has driven us all crazy. Absolutely crazy. And that's not, I'm not being facetious, whatever that word means. My parents used to use it a lot. So I'm being serious here. This has really challenged us mentally. There are so many people that are struggling and just having a hard time finding out what is going on and where to get their information and how to handle it. There's a lot of mental health issues. I mean, I'm talking in circles here because uh, I'm one of them, okay? So it is time for us to focus tonight on mental health awareness, something that we've been doing for years, but especially recently with all the lockdowns. We're also going to talk about Christianity and wokeness. Christianity and Wokeness is a book that was sent to me by a friend. Josh Lumley sent me this book. It's written by Owen Strachan. Christianity and Wokeness, How the Social Justice Movement is Hijacking the Gospel and the Way to Stop It. I believe we're on chapter 6 tonight. I believe it's 6, yes. Chapter 6 tonight, and we'll get that specific title for you as we get closer. Now, after all that, We also know that we need prayer. And this week on our devotional, Andy and I took you through five days of Max Lucado's The Power of a Simple Prayer. And then it gets ugly. Yes, that's right. It's the ugly truth. Hard to listen to, but impossible to ignore. Tonight, we're going to focus on human trafficking. January has been designated as International Human Trafficking Awareness Month, but we're aware of this every single day. And then that takes us to the other ugly truth, and that is our missing person segment. Sometimes these missing persons are missing because of human trafficking. We're not saying they all are, but in some cases they are. So having an awareness of human trafficking and missing persons is a good thing. Let's be aware and see what we can do as citizens to help end this ugly, 
ugly, fastest-growing crime in the world. Human trafficking. Help bring our missing people home. And a shout-out to Valerie. Valerie, thank you for all your incredible hard work with the missing persons. I know a day doesn't go by that you're not praying for these people and just wondering what in the world is going on with all the missing people. So Valerie, bless you for your efforts and thank you for giving us the motivation to look deeper into this. Keep in mind that all of this stuff that we're talking about is available on our website at diggingdeeper.us. We are website designers and have been for 25 years or more. Actually, uh, you know, before websites were being created, I was creating presentations. So Doing this kind of stuff is natural to us, but you need to visit that website at diggingdeeper.us to see all this stuff and so much more. I think that's going to do it for our intro. I think we need to go ahead and get started with our sponsor, and then we'll listen to that classic speech from 1964 from a fella that you just may well recognize. Some of you already have it figured out. All right, let's get started. Hey everyone, this is Brian Hale. If you've heard this program before, you know I have been offering website help for many years. In fact, we've been in the business for over 20 and we'd love to help you for anything website related, even if you just need some advice. It's free. Email support at hailmultimedia.com or call 940-224-6315. Portfolio, pricing, and contacts all on hailmultimedia.com. The sponsor has been identified, but unlike most television programs, the performer hasn't been provided with a script. As a matter of fact, I have been permitted to choose my own words and discuss my own ideas regarding the choice that we face in the next few weeks. I have spent most of my life as a Democrat. I recently have seen fit to follow another course. I believe that the issues confronting us cross party lines. Now. One side in this campaign has been telling us that the issues of this election are the maintenance of peace and prosperity. The line has been used, we've never had it so good. But I have an uncomfortable feeling that this prosperity isn't something on which we can base our hopes for the future. No nation in history has ever survived a tax burden that reached a third of its national income. Today, 37 cents out of every dollar earned in this country is the tax collector's share. And yet our government continues to spend $17 million a day more than the government takes in. We haven't balanced our budget 28 out of the last 34 years. We've raised our debt limit three times in the last 12 months. And now our national debt is one and a half times bigger than all the combined debts of all the nations of the world. We have $15 billion in gold in our treasury. We don't own an ounce. Foreign dollar claims are $27.3 billion. And we've just had announced that the dollar of 1939 will now purchase 45 cents in its total value. As for the peace that we would preserve, I wonder who among us would like to approach the wife or mother whose husband or son has died in South Vietnam and ask them if they think this is a peace that should be maintained indefinitely. Do they mean peace or do they mean we just want to be left in peace? There can be no real peace while one American is dying someplace in the world for the rest of us. We're at war with the most dangerous enemy that has ever faced mankind in his long climb from the swamp to the stars. And it's been said if we lose that war and in so doing lose this way of freedom of ours, history will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. 
Well, I think it's time we ask ourselves if we still know the freedoms that were intended for us by the founding fathers. Not too long ago, two friends of mine were talking to a Cuban refugee, a businessman who had escaped from Castro. And in the midst of his story, one of my friends turned to the other and said, we don't know how lucky we are. And the Cuban stopped and said, how lucky you are. I had some place to escape to. And in that sentence, he told us the entire story. If we lose freedom here, there's no place to escape to. This is the last stand on earth. And this idea that government is beholden to the people, that it has no other source of power except the sovereign people, is still the newest and the most unique idea in all the long history of man's relation to man. This is the issue of this election. Whether we believe in our capacity for self-government or whether we abandon the American Revolution and confess that a little intellectual elite in a far distant capital can plan our lives for us better than we can plan them ourselves. You and I are told increasingly we have to choose between a left or right. Well, I'd like to suggest there is no such thing as a left or right. There's only an up or down. Man's old, old age dream, the ultimate in individual freedom consistent with law and order, or down to the ant heap of totalitarianism. And regardless of their sincerity, their humanitarian motives, those who would trade our freedom for security have embarked on this downward course. Boy, Reagan had it on, didn't he? He was right on when he talked about there is no left, there is no right. There's only good and evil. And that is what we're trying to convey here tonight. There comes a time when you must decide. A time for choosing. That doesn't mean we need to be divided amongst the good. That means that the good need to unite against evil. Because if you think there is a left and a right, and that they are working independently, I'm sorry, but you're wrong. They are in this together. Once we realize that it's a game, and that we are the pawns, then we can stop playing the game, and seek what is truly good, and follow that, rather than a left a right, or a political this or a political that. Let's wrap our heads around the fact that it's a time for choosing, but it's not left or right. It's good versus evil. Don't know what to think about this virus Started in China, now everybody in America's hiding There's no groceries, cause people start to panic and buy it The shelves are empty, the ones with plenty already stockpiling Y'all making memes, think it's funny? Wait a week till the riots, wait a month till the only way to eat is be violent It's not the sickness, it's scary, it's all the people who island The government lying, they trying to keep us calm through the sirens You know it's for real, and all the pharmaceutical giants Don't have a cure that they can sell you, so now everyone's dying There's no vaccines or medication made that can fight it I guess it's time to pray to God we can't rely on the science And every one around me in a mask and some gloves the stock market crashed and the banks about the bus tell us sanitize our hands this will pass it's a bug stay inside you'll be fine till we're trapped there for months it's a ghost town we're in this together they're closing all the stores now we're heading for shelter it's all war now they'll always remember we're locking out our doors down we're sticking together this a pandemic 
But we don't listen to the news Cause they lied to us for years So how we know that this the truth And most of us are young enough to think that we're immune So we just pass it on to people who won't survive it like you It's either worse than they're telling us or it's nothing at all But the school shut down, a ghost town in the mall They gon' quarantine the city, block the road out of Dodge Then tell us leaving our homes is actually breaking the law This is just the beginning, you know it's gotta get worse If the doctors get sick, the hospitals won't work The conspiracy theories all sound like facts, that's for sure But the fact is, we're trapped on this planet called Earth And the bleach gone, the bread gone, the water sold out The meat gone, the milk gone, the pasta sold out Don't leave anything for anyone, you hoard it for yourself You'd rather tell them go to hell than be a man and go and help It's a ghost town, we're in this together They're closing all the stores down, we're heading for shelter It's a war now, they'll always remember We're locking all our doors down, we're sticking together We're hoping for the best, but we're preparing for the worst There's one thing we're not scared of, it's hard work We're up against an enemy that doesn't have a face There's no bombs we can drop, there's nowhere we can aim There's no soldiers to stop with a tank at the gates There's no cure that we've got or a pill we can take There's no food, it's been bought, the truth is we're afraid We sit inside our rooms and we pray It's a ghost town, we're in this together They're closing all the stores down, we're heading for shelter It's a war now, they'll always remain Just a quick break to make sure you know about our two radio stations. Our AM plays country music, markets, agricultural news, and some farm type stuff. Our FM is fully licensed for all music of every genre in every country. You can listen to them both at diggingdeeperradio.com. That's right, 24-7-365, diggingdeeperradio.com. All right, we are broadcasting live, and we are going to take a look at Vaccine War Headlines, Volume 12, on DiggingDeeper.us. This is something we've been doing for, well, I looked back and at our podcast. Mm-hmm. We now have over 360 episodes that we've done that we began basically in March of 2020. March of 2020 was... One podcast, and then I did podcast number two in uh, May when the George Floyd thing happened. Right. And then I did podcast number three on the anniversary of 9-11. And then, since then, huh? And then since then, we've been doing every week since September 11th, 2020. Every week we've been here with you live. Every week we've been putting together these podcasts. Why? You might ask, well, if some of you know us, we're website designers. We've been designing websites for over 20 years. Andy and I have been married for 17 now? 17 years? 17 years. And uh, she's been designing websites with me, and I did it before that. And I've also been involved a lot in marketing and uh, media, in, on the radio, worked with the newspapers, worked, uh, have never worked in television. It's only one. Right. Only one I haven't worked in. That's probably good for them, huh? Good for you. <laughs> but we've worked in a lot of media, so we're multimedia people. So when this came along, this this uh, the world started seeming like it was coming to an end. 
with this coronavirus back in 20, that uh, that's why we started this. Because we found early on that there was a lot of misinformation. Yeah. And, you know, or you couldn't figure out what was true and what wasn't. Yeah, because Well, because the CDC itself, as we reported, they were saying one thing on their website and then saying something else on TV. Right. And in the news. So it didn't make any sense. And, and as early on, the reason I was talking about this is early on in, in episode 10, and we're on 360 right now, in episode 10, and this was in October of 2020, Three months before the vaccine even came out. Mm-hmm. Even, and this is what is incredible to me. I was just looking at this this morning. Three months before the vaccine ever came out. I wondered if we were talking about anything back then. And we were talking. Check it out, guys. Go to episode 10. It's called A COVID Operation. Mm-hmm. A COVID Operation. Just search anywhere. And uh, find a COVID operation, and you will see that we were telling you about messenger RNA putting genetic material into your body, and it was not a vaccine as typically known. No-brainer now. Everybody's got that figured out. But back then, even before the vaccine came out, we were warning you about this new technology that was unproven, and we could see the one and most important thing, and I've got to cover this. This is the most important thing, and it's that new word that I learned from the 1918 pandemic book. Right. And it's called a cytokine storm. Cytokine storm. Cytokine storm. A cytokine storm is what your body does when there is no other alternative. When there is something so bad in your body, that it has to fire off a cytokine storm. It's like a hurricane, tornado, and an earthquake inside your body all at once, and the body will kill itself. Yep. Organs shut down, and you die. A virus will never kill its host. These vaccines are poison, and boy, if we're on YouTube, you can stick it right now and just go ahead and block us. I don't give a crap. So let's look at some real data here. I kind of went on a binge there. This is VAERS. Everybody knows what VAERS is. Yes. And Andy, I'll let you go ahead and start this article because you spent all afternoon putting this information together for us because it's changing constantly and we have so much to bring you. But I'll read a lot of the statistics, but I want you to go ahead and start off this article here. You got the VAERS, right? Yes. Anything that's happened after they've gotten the shot and... We know that it's a low uh, reporting anyway because some people just, oh, it's no big deal or, oh, it can't be because of that, you know. So, and some people just don't follow up. You mean people are told when they get the shot, you'll probably experience some this and that and that's just normal. So don't worry about that. Right. So they don't report those. Right. Okay. Right. Um. But yeah, we've got new numbers from January 14th. When they give out this adverse event report every week, these numbers have been actually confirmed, not just raw reports. This is the government's VAERS COVID vaccine adverse event reports. 1,053,828 reports through January 14th. 
That includes 22,000 deaths, 118,000 hospitalizations, 113,000 urgent care visits, 164,000 doctor office visits, 8,000 anaphylaxis cases, 13,000 cases of Bell's palsy, Mm -mm -mm. nearly 4,000 miscarriages, count those as deaths, those are human babies, 11,000 heart attacks, 27,000 myocarditis cases or pericarditis, and 39,000 people permanently disabled. And you realize that to get the distinction of being disabled, you have to lose one eye and one arm or a foot or a leg or be paralyzed or can't walk or can't talk or have a serious disability before they consider that a permanent disability. Mm -hmm. That's 39 more thousand people. Aye, aye, aye. 5,000 cases of thrombocytopenia, which is a low platelet count. When your platelets are low, your blood clots. And you have those other things like heart attacks and myocarditis and Mm -hmm. strokes. And this is personal to many of us people. Many of us have relatives. Many of us have friends. Yes. My father's one of them. Yes. I believe that it caused his stroke. He uh, was one of the first old people to line up when they told everybody in December, as soon as it rolled out. He was unfortunately back in Nebraska, and I wasn't able to reach him. He didn't listen to COVID operation number 10, evidently, because that was in October. Uh, But uh, it's my fault for not telling him directly, I guess. But everybody was jumping on that vaccine early on, and now we are seeing, by the way, more deaths in this administration than during COVID when it rolled out in 2020. Get this again. More deaths in 2021 than there were in 2020. But nobody told you that. Right. Because they stopped reporting those things like you reported last week. The AP said we're no longer going to be reporting actual case numbers because that really doesn't matter. Right. Well, and now now that... kids are getting the shot they don't want to make it look worse oh there's a lot of bad stuff going on with the kids you have to protect your children i didn't even add the kid numbers in here oh my gosh there were also twenty-five thousand life-threatening cases life-threatening events that happened Thirty-eight thousand severe allergic reactions and eleven thousand cases almost twelve thousand cases of shingles and that is extremely painful Mm -hmm. so these numbers which is, in summary, over 1 million reports, including over 22,000 deaths, are underreported significantly. What we, what we mean by that is that this is only what the government will reveal to us that is confirmed. Right. There are that many more reports. What's the, what's the, what are the, what's the word going on? They say, um, several statisticians say that it is very possible that it is 40 times underreported numbers. 40 times 1 million would mean 40 million reports, if that were true. That would mean 800,000 deaths. That's what that would mean. 
if this was true. Because, you know, a lot of the deaths that happened, they count them as something else, obviously. Right. Oh, they had COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, they died from COVID. They died with COVID. No, I mean, they died with COVID. Well, they died with somebody who had COVID. Well, they died. They knew somebody who had COVID, okay? So, a federal judge blocked Biden's last vaccine mandate on federal employees. So, that was good news. Yes. Jeffrey, Judge Jeffrey Vincent Brown upheld a suit from federal workers refusing to be vaccinated against COVID. And he stated, the motion is granted as to Executive Order 14043. All the defendants, except the president, are thus enjoined from implementing or enforcing Executive Order 14043 until this case is resolved on the merits. So they're blocking the mandate on the federal employees. But, you know, the Supreme Court last week voted against OSHA. You know, mm-hmm. they, they said OSHA can't force the vaccine mandates either. Well, there are some big companies that are still forcing it regardless. And yes, they are private companies, so they can make their own decisions. I understand that. But Carhartt, um, who actually, you know, does a lot of ag wear. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Right? They, ha- they have a big presence in the rural areas of the country. Right. Carhartt says employees still need to have the jab. In a letter to the company <clears throat> associates, um, Mark Vivaldi, the CEO, explained that even though the SCOTUS had a stay on the OSHA mandates, Carhartt's mandatory vaccination pro- program will go into effect on January 4th. So they're still going to push it. Hmm. It says... We put workplace safety at the top of our priority list, and the Supreme Court's recent ruling doesn't impact that core value. In other words, they're saying Supreme Court doesn't know what they're talking about, so we're going to go ahead and keep it mandated. In fact, there's a quote. We and the medical community continue to believe vaccines are necessary to ensure a safe working environment for every associate and even perhaps their households. While we appreciate that there may be differing views, Workplace safety is an area where we and the union that represents our associates cannot compromise. It's driven by money and unions. Mm-hmm. Supreme Court sides with continued mask tyranny on airplanes. After being filed with Neil Gorsuch, justice, who handles emergency applications that arise in several western states, an urgent application to put a stay on the Biden regime's federal mask mandate for air travel has been shot down by the Supreme Court. With no comment on or noted dissent, the justices simply denied the request, which means that air travelers will be required to continue blocking their breathing passengers with cloth or plastic in order to fly. Mm-hmm. So, they reversed it. Didn't we say the Supreme Court made a good decision? On OSHA. And then they turn right around and they have a couple bonehead decisions. Right. That's why I said they're inconsistent. So there's an airman who filed an EO case against Air Force officials after facing discharge and loss of retirement for saying no to the VAX mandate. He uh, has worked for 19 years with the Air Force, and he filed the complaint uh, against the Air Force commander and the Surgeon General after his religious vaccine exemption was denied twice. That's a good idea, guys. Listen up. We're in an Air Force community, and many of you may be as well. Or Army, Navy, Marines, whatever it is. The military was one of those large companies, they are a company, that are forcing their employees to get vaccinated. 
So therefore, now we have at least somebody stepping up here, an airman, which means mm-hmm. a lower-ranking Air Force fella. Actually, he's worked for 19 years, so he's probably more than uh, a low-ranking, but they call him an airman. He's probably a tech sergeant or something up there higher. But he, he filed an EO complaint against the commander and the surgeon general. That is awesome news. Mm-hmm. Now, that's the beginning, at least. Right. We'll see what happens. He states that they've violated federal law and DOD policy, Air Force policy, discriminating against constitutionally protected First Amendment rights of freedom of religion by unlawfully denying the request for religious exemption. So that's what he's standing on. And there's more in that story. Yep. And everybody is uh, still trying to silence the truth, right? Yep. Doctors who disagree with the official COVID narrative are now declared mentally ill and required to undergo psychiatric evaluations. I think I pointed this story out to you originally. Mm -hmm. Is this the same one? Uh, In Maine? Yeah. A physician in Maine who's been practicing for 25 years recently had her license temporarily stripped and is now being forced to see a board-selected psychologist, all because she was caught prescribing hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin for the Wuhan coronavirus. Yeah, I remember this. That's her. Dr. Mm-hmm. Merrill Noss, and I know the story behind this, who was first licensed to practice medicine in Maine back in 97, reportedly had her license immediately suspended for 30 days after the Maine Licensing Board investigated alleged complaints about Noss's use of FDA-approved but politically incorrect drugs for treating the Fauci flu. <laughs> this is true. Uh, but what she did was she lied. That's what she got in trouble right. for. Right. Okay? Right. I, didn't, I yeah. didn't put that in there. Yeah. Yeah. She, uh, she said that her patient had Lyme disease. And, to, and so that's how they got the prescription filled for the hydroxychloroquine. Because otherwise they weren't going to fill it. Right. And so she saved somebody's life. Uh, but, uh, you know. Yeah. And, and in another case... She gave ivermectin to a patient, and they ended up being in the hospital for 20 days and recovering, but they're blaming her for the long stay. <laughs> she says the medical establishment is not in the business of saving lives, and it will punish doctors who try. That's right. Now, there are a lot of doctors that speak out and just leave their hospitals and go start their own clinic and start mm-hmm. treating patients with ivermectin. So in, it, it's very inconsistent. Some places they're able to fight back and put up an alternative uh, clinic. And in some cases they're being shut down and thrown in jail. Right. So it's all part of the war, people. This is what we have to realize, okay? If this doesn't make sense, then you're awake, okay? Yeah. Not woke. Woke <laughs> is broke. You're awake, which means that you're alert and you're able to comprehend common sense things that are happening in this world and if this does not make sense to you that stuff like this is happening then good i'm glad you get it now what do we need to do as someone who's awake to be able to sit on the outside of this clown show and observe all this crap and still stay sane that's what we're trying to get to right we're trying to keep our friends and family sane and alive while this thing passes because i tell you it will pass This too shall pass. In 1918, it took the country six years to get back to normal. Mm -hmm. Nobody even remembered it by 1924, according to the literature. But it took six years, and it was a tough six years. But then nobody thought about a huge pandemic like that until the next one came along, which was 
quite a while later. You know, I think polio probably was the biggest scare after, after that. that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they needed to bring back coronavirus, so they brought the 18 back. This is a war. If it doesn't make sense, that means you're paying attention and you understand. Now, what do we do about it? Research, research, research. Wait all of the options and make your own decision. Yes. Listen to medical doctors. Mm-hmm. But don't listen to medical doctors who are directed by government officials. Or by administrative people. There are a lot of simple truths here. A lot of simple truths that you can learn from this program and from doing your own research. And a lot of that has to do with natural alternatives. Natural supplements, natural alternatives. After we finish these vaccine headlines, you'll hear from our sponsor about some natural alternatives. Andrea's website, greengoldnaturalhealing.com has some fantastic products for building your immune system and protecting you from this crap in a natural way. Vitamin K, in fact, could offer protection against severe COVID-19, study shows. While we all know that zinc, vitamin C, and vitamin D have been getting a lot of attention recently, researchers are now pointing to another useful nutrient, vitamin K. This fat-soluble vitamin is already well known for its role in blood clotting. And that's why it could have a protective effect against COVID-19 given the virus's ability to cause blood clotting, degradation of elastic fibers in the lungs. In a preprint study, Dutch researchers suggested that people with severe COVID-19 may have low levels of vitamin K. They wrote, quote, Coagulation is an intricate balance between clot-promoting and dissolving processes in which vitamin K plays a well-known role. Mm -hmm. Why is everybody on blood thinner now? Because of the vaccine. Because the vaccine is causing all those conditions. All the clotting. That include clotting. Mm-hmm. That, that cause death. And the narrative continues. And the public, like I said, y'all are seeing the lies. Mm-hmm. Dr. Fauci hopes COVID vaccine is approved soon for children under five. Oh, it's... Anthony Fauci says he hopes that authorization comes within a month, but adds it may take a bit longer. Right now, kids under five are the only group the FDA hasn't approved for the COVID-19 vaccine. Fauci says FDA could authorize Pfizer's COVID vaccine for kids under five within the next month. Fauci speaks for Pfizer, but who will speak for the children? We will. Yes. We will. Damn it. Protect your children, people. You heard the broadcast last week. The 8-year-old girl and the 10-year-old boy. Right. They got up there and told the school board to Be brave. Be brave, right. (laughs) Wasn't that her words? That's what she said. Be brave. Stand up and stop listening to your boss who's in control of you. (laughs) Who's in control of you. Yes. Yes. The WHO chief scientist rocks the jab the kids narrative to the core just over 90 seconds. This is a video. Yes. And we have a link to it right there on our news page under Vaccine War Headlines, Volume 12. It's called, WHO Chief Scientist Rocks the Jab the Kids Narrative to the Core. Still, that hasn't stopped President Joe... Do I have to say president? You don't have to. Still, that hasn't stopped Joe Biden and the Democrats from pushing the jab on the American people and children as young as five. Not backing down from their original COVID-19 strategy... The Biden administration's narrative continues to crumble as the World Health Organization's chief scientist recently discussed the jab 
and how there is no evidence showing healthy children need a booster at all. I saw that video. Yes. You pulled she that said up, huh? even even preteens. Yeah. Speaking about the COVID-19 pandemic and the potential uses of the government-approved drug, Dr. Sumya Swathion admitted that the main focus should be protecting the most vulnerable. Of course, that's what we said in the beginning. Everybody right. says that. But the doctor didn't stop there as the video below in the link you'll see revealed there's no reason a healthy child should be getting the COVID-19 booster. And we'll go further. There's no reason why a, co- an, a healthy person should get the COVID-19 vaccine. Right. Why would you put an experimental spike protein building genetic material implanting chimeric. Experiment, chimeric experiment into your body? Right. Why would you want to do that? There's no evidence... And now the evidence has come out that it has been damaging to our country and to the world. Mm-hmm. No evidence that kids or teens need the COVID boosters. Now, that was the WHO that was talking about, that the scientists from the WHO. They're not but the But they're only not ones. the only health right. authority that has advised against the COVID booster injections. The European Medicines Agency warned that repeated boosters every four to six months could... Hey, have we said this? Could tire out people and weaken their immune systems? Yes, that's what uh, we were saying. Duh! Mm-hmm. And it causes miscarriages, stillbirths. Mm-hmm. After initially being denied, the public health and medical professionals for transparency finally gained access to documents containing the Pfizer data. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It reveals that the big pharma company received over 150,000 reports of serious adverse events, including miscarriages and stillbirths, Within the first three months. Unbelievable. What is especially concerning about the data found are the number of pregnant and lactating women who received the shots in the first few months of the rollout. The data shows that 270 unique pregnancies exposed to the vaccine, income provided for 238 pregnancies, leaving only 32 with known outcomes. Uh, Out of these 32 known outcomes, 23 resulted in spontaneous abortions or miscarriages, two premature births, neonatal deaths, two, it's just terrible. Dr. Simon Gold's been talking about that. She's one of the founders of America's Frontline Doctors. And uh, she previously explained that there's a known potential mild pregnancy fertility risk with the use of this vaccine. It's lunacy, she said, to get this experimental vaccine if you're a young female, she said. It's that simple. Would flat, I would flat out forbid any young female from getting this vaccine, she said. I think it's very unethical for any physician to offer this to a young female. It's genocide. We, it we is. Have, We're we have killing our, our future. If you don't think this is planned, people, you need to wake up. This is planned. And we have so much more to bring you on this, but we've already gone so far over. Andy, I'm so sorry that you have so much in here. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You've got... There are stories of four... Holy ...different people. I know. There are four different people who have been fighting for their lives in hospitals. One of them died. One of them was actually able to be released because they got a hold of a lawyer. And another one died before the parents knew what they were doing to them but but these hospitals are starving these people and they're putting them on remdesivir the killer drug and they're putting them on the ventilators they're going against the wishes of the advocate and it's just 
it's just horrible. So there's a whole bunch of stories on there about that. And the fact that they're still using remdesivir, even though they know that it failed in the trials. It's so much information that we have to put it out there. In the beginning of this broadcast tonight, I said, why did we do this? Uh, We don't get paid for this. None of us get paid for this. This takes hours and hours and hours and hours and hours a week. And it takes us several hours all day, basically Friday, to get ready with this material to bring to you because there's so much information that you need to hear. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying that because there's a passion. You could hear it in Andy's voice right there. These reports we have just brought to you week after week after week, this one about the hospital protocol. We have one called Hospitals Are Killing Patients With Bad Protocol. Mm -hmm. The Remdesivir. Andy, your article on Remdesivir's repulsive record Mm -hmm. was the highest viewed article on our blog four months running. And the only thing that kicked that out this past month, this month, unfortunately, is the missing persons case with Chance Engelbert Mm -hmm. with uh, Bailey and Banks. What about Bailey and Banks has been a very well-read article. And I'm glad that it has been because somebody needs to stand up for both sides of the family and stop spreading rumors. Your passion on these cases shows in your voice and in this incredible work that you've done here. This is probably the longest article that we've ever brought to you in vaccine headlines. Please go to diggingdeeper.us, go to the news tab, and look for Vaccine Headlines Volume 12. Vaccine War Headlines Volume 12 because there are specific reports in here with doctors being named and specific reports being referenced on patients that have been killed by hospitals protocol and by things that have been prescribed or passed down through administration. There was also one report a whistleblower nurse contacted uh, the Stu Peters show and told them that she specifically witnessed her hospital killing patients for organ donations. (gasps) Crimes against humanity, people. Yes. This is just a a cry out for help right here. We just want you to spread this information like we've been doing. Why have we been doing this? Because if we don't spread the truth, they're going to continue to kill your relatives, your friends, and possibly you. Now they're after your children. That should piss you off. Yes. Get up and do something. I'm passionate about this because this is real. You are not alone. You are not crazy. We're crazy with you, okay? I really don't know what people think of us. <laughs> I really don't know. I mean, I'm because a lot of people, before we started talking about all this controversial and conspiratorial stuff, the truth, in other words. Not against, mainstream. Yeah, not mainstream. Mm-hmm. Then I don't know how people are accepting this. You know what I mean? Like, have well, I- you know, we first started looking into this stuff. I was skeptical. So I can understand people being skeptical about this stuff. Yeah, but do they think we're crazy or do they think we're just having fun or do they think this is a game? Do they think it's real? Are they scared? I'd really be interested to know. Yeah. Because yeah. it's real. You might think we have fun with this because uh, we joke around, we laugh a lot, but the bottom line is... We have no alternative. We feel driven to bring you the truth. Let you decide what to do after that. Somebody's got to bring the other side of the story to these people because the the mainstream media can't and won't anymore. Yeah, I think that's the reason I get involved in cases. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, like the crimes and stuff. Yeah. Especially out there in Scottsbluff County. Hey, shout out to y'all. Scottsbluff County, Nebraska is special interest to us because we grew up there. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's why I feel like we had to speak up for the other side of the family. Mm-hmm. Everybody in Scottsbluff, Gearing, and everybody in Moorcroft, Wyoming, they know the narrative. The narrative, you know, is one-sided and it is, it is just despicable. How about if we end our vaccine war headlines right there? And that does it for another edition of Digging Deeper. Visit our website to catch this podcast and many others anytime. You can also watch our live TV network, browse our on-demand content, read our controversial articles, or sign up if you feel led to join the cause for defending our Constitution. It's all on diggingdeeper.us. We appreciate you listening, and remember, visit diggingdeeper.us to learn more about what we're doing to bring truth to light.